0: Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Chronomie from the Depths written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson. Chapter 15 The Hotel When the link crossing Oscar's timeline severed, Holloway and Astrid had found themselves back in the older Oscar's hotel room. The encounter with his younger self had weakened him, and so they had left him to rest under the watchful eye of an officer Holloway had left on guard earlier that afternoon. Meanwhile, the battle between the enforcers and the editors had all but concluded. Save for a few defiant brawls drawing to an inevitable conclusion in disused buildings along the banks of the Thames. The editors had been awaiting orders from Whalen, which would never come. Without a leader to direct their enemy's manoeuvres, Holloway's forces had succeeded in dividing the attacking force into smaller factions more easily dealt with. Some editors had seen the futility of the conflict and fled via teleporter. Others had remained behind, out of spite more than loyalty to their cause. Yarrow had rounded up many of the remaining editors and imprisoned them in the factory, which, thanks to the sustained barrage of blaster fire, was now even more dilapidated than it had been when the enforcers first arrived. Upon seeing Holloway and Astrid return, Yarrow enthusiastically reported that several of the editor's teleporter devices had been confiscated, providing Holloway and her forces with direct access to their agency. The Holy Grail, as Yarrow had termed it. Contented with Yarrow's overseeing of the mop-up operation, Holloway had taken Astrid with her on a roundabout route back to Oscar's hotel, stopping off at the sights of the remaining skirmishes on the way to ensure no second attack wave would be possible. Finding no substantial resistance, they returned to the hotel. They're not known for being fighters, said Holloway as they climbed the stairs. Not without a strategist, anyway. Why would Wayland goad you all into turning up, then? asked Astrid. No doubt he had all manner of traps set up, Holloway theorized. The trouble with editors, or the virtue if you happen to work in law enforcement, is that they trust no one. They'd steal each other's ideas as soon as they would Oscar's, and snatch the credit along with it. Whalen kept his plans to himself to make sure he was the conquering hero at the end of it. Pathetic, really. Let's hope the prof collared him then, said Astrid as they approached the door to Oscar's room. The guard had disappeared. Where the hell is he? Holloway muttered worriedly. She drew her blaster and grasped the door handle. Astrid armed herself, nodded, and the two women rushed into the room. Inside, the guard was standing watch from a corner. Oscar was laying on his bed, looking weary but contented. Sitting beside him was the professor. What's your prof? Astrid beamed, taking a seat on the opposite side of the bed. You missed the fun. Them editors are bleeding useless in a scrap. Where's Waylon? asked Holloway. Gone, the Professor replied. She reached into her pocket and threw her the teleporter. Burnt out on the return journey, but you'll want it as evidence, I imagine. Sensing something was wrong with her friend, Astrid leaned towards her. What happened? You all right? I'll be fine, the Professor said quietly, before clearing her throat and adopting a more cheerful tone. Oscar and I have been dispensing a little justice of our own, haven't we? we've quite put the world to rights between us. Oscar chuckled. I trust your officer is a man of discretion, he said to Holloway. He's heard quite a scandalous amount of gossip in the last hour. Holloway looked across at the guard who, to her amusement, was blushing. She turned to the professor. Anything I should know about? Matters of the heart, Holloway. Matters of the heart. The professor placed a hand on Oscar's and gave him a warm smile. He returned it and said softly, I suppose it's time. The professor nodded. Holloway frowned at the cryptic remark, and Oscar offered an explanation. The professor theorized that you may wish to encourage me to forget the last few days, officer. I'm afraid that will be the case, sir, yes. These events were never meant to happen to you. Unless we take precautionary measures, there's a danger others looking to damage the timeline might... She stopped her explanation when Oscar raised a hand. I understand, he said simply. And my younger iteration? Time will have taken care of it, Holloway explained. Well then, said Oscar. He took up his jacket which had lain on the bed beside him. Searching for the lapel, he removed from it a silver buttonhole. Taking out his customary carnation, he filled it with violets from a vase beside the bed. He regarded the flowers before leaning over to the professor. Carefully, he placed the decoration in the lapel of her own frock coat. A gift, my dear professor, as it seems I am to be robbed of the pleasure of having made your acquaintance. From one divided heart to another. Sometime later, the professor Astrid and Holloway stood on the street outside the hotel, looking up at the window of Oscar's room. I suspect you'll be making plans to visit the editor's agency in due course, said the professor to Holloway. We've been trying to gain access for centuries, she confirmed. Once we're in there, we can bring down the whole operation. We owe the two of you a great debt. Then I must warn you that you've been beaten to it, the professor told her. What do you mean? Holloway frowned. "Wayland was attacked by a rather disturbing apparition, the professor recounted. Before he was lost, he begged me to tell his compatriots that the Keepers had found them. Does that mean anything to you, Supreme Commander?' Holloway paused for a little too long. "'I'm certain we'll be able to secure the facility safely,' she replied with a polite smile. The Professor remained silent for a few moments, but Holloway was not to be led into saying anything further. "'Well, as you have everything in hand, it is time for us to depart,' the Professor sighed. I don't suppose I might trouble you for one of those teleport devices so that I might retrieve my timeship from 1882. We have operatives already en route to recover it, Holloway assured her. You'll find it exactly where you left it. Very well, the professor smiled. It has been a pleasure meeting you, Supreme Commander. Shall we, Astrid? Actually, I wondered if I might ask Miss Astrid something before you head off, Holloway interjected. You've made quite the impression since Commander Barrick enlisted your help. I was wondering if you'd be interested in joining the ranks on a permanent basis. You'd be a great asset to the force. Astrid was taken aback by the offer. She recalled the afternoon she had gazed at the Thames and pondered where her future lay. She swallowed the thoughts and cleared her throat. It's a kind offer, she said politely, but I think I'm needed elsewhere. Holloway gave an understanding nod and held out her hand. Astrid shook it. And all the very best on your travels, she smiled, before turning and walking away into the depths of the city. Are you sure? The professor asked Astrid, who watched Holloway disappear. Certain, Astrid replied, but there was a wistfulness to her voice the professor could sense had made the decision tougher than she'd made out. You know, I thought we might stop by the Albemarle Club before we depart, said the professor as they began walking slowly along the pavement. To see Oscar? Astrid inquired with surprise. No, no, the Professor assured her. He's got to get ready for his big opening night at the theatre. I thought we could check the club's original staff had safely made their way back, and then have a bite to eat. They serve a rather fine beef wellington. Right you are then, Astrid nodded. What's his play Oscar's opening then? The importance of being earnest, explained the Professor. Never heard of it, her friend shrugged. I gather from Oscar's biography that it's his masterpiece. We must catch a matinee. Perhaps not in this century, though. Here, yeah, that reminds me, said Astrid. What was all that stuff Berwick said about us being unlicensed? You've been dodging a paperwork? It's hardly dodging if I didn't know it needed filling in, the Professor reasoned. Anyway, I'm sure Holloway will let us off after our services to the cause. We've given them the agency, after all. Farewell to editors. Arm in arm, the two friends strolled away towards Piccadilly, unaware that from the shadow of a doorway on the other side of the street, Supreme Commander Holloway was watching them. Chronicles of Professor Chronomie, From the Depths, an Unbound Theatre production written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson, with music by Kevin MacLeod.